Hi listeners, stories have so much power and so does whoever controls the narrative. It is time that we dissect and analyze these stories. I am Vipul and this is Vogue Tales. Hi everyone. The traditions of Halloween originate from a blend of Samhain, the Celtic celebration marking the end of the summer harvest, and Christian traditions honoring saints and martyrs. Today, one of our most popular Halloween customs is pumpkin carving. This too has been around for many centuries, except that in Ireland they use turnips and rutabagas. An old Irish tale explains the origin of jack-o'-lantern and how the scary gourd got their name. It all goes back to one horrible man people called Stingy Jack. And this is his story. On that note, it's story time. The Legend of Stingy Jack Jack was a drunk, two-faced, deceitful schemer who thrived on manipulating people. His selfish spirit possessed not a shred of humanity or kindness for anyone, and the homeless beggars only repulsed him. Word of his wild reputation reached Satan, who took more than a passing interest in this evil man. So he put plans in motion to meet him. One evening in the dark hills of rural Ireland, one of Satan's devils posed as a dead man waiting for Stingy Jack to run into him. When Jack came across the body, a deranged face with wide eyes and an evil grin stared back at him. Stingy Jack instantly realized that his time was up and the devil had come to collect his soul. He begged for a final request which the demon granted. Jack told him that he wanted one more drink before he had to depart the world and he took the devil to the nearest tavern. One drink turned into another and then another. Before too long, their consumption of alcohol exceeded the demand and there was nothing left for the pair to drink. When it was time for them to settle up, Jack didn't have any money. He casually turned to his new drinking buddy and suggested that, since he was a devil with magical powers, he could simply transform himself into a piece of silver to pay the tab. The devil obliged, but instead of paying, Jack rammed the coin into his pocket. Aware that the stingy Jack had double-crossed him, the devil fought to get out. However, a crucifix in Jack's pocket trapped him in. Jack made a deal with the devil. If he would leave Jack alone for a decade, he would release him from the coin. And the deal was made. Once this amnesty was reached, the devil found Jack once more ready to take him to hell. This time, however, Jack asked for an apple from a nearby tree to quell his hunger on the long journey. As the devil climbed up the branches of a nearby apple tree, 
Jack surrounded its base with crucifixes, trapping the evil being within its branches. On the condition that Jack will not go to hell, Jack once again offered the demon his freedom. Once again, there was little choice but to submit to the man's wishes. Stingy Jack continued the rest of his life safe in the knowledge that he outsmarted the devil not once, but twice. Many years of alcoholism finally took its toll. It seemed that Stingy Jack could outsmart the devil, but not death. When he found himself standing in front of the pearly gates, St. Peter's turned him away. Heaven, as many people know, would not welcome a lying, deceitful drunk. Undiscouraged, Jack headed towards hell, where his nemesis was bidding his time to get revenge. Satan also refused him entry, citing the agreement they made when Jack was very much alive. But where can I go? Jack asked. Back to where you came from, replied the devil. The way back was windy and very dark. Stingy Jack pleaded the devil to at least provide him with a light to help him find his way. Although neither heaven or hell allowed Jack entry, Satan did grant him one last wish. Jack asked for an ember from the fiery depths to give him a little light while he wandered the world in darkness. Satan picked one small red-hot coal and gave it to Jack. To carry his burning ember, Jack found a turnip and hollowed it out, turning it into a makeshift lantern. Ever since then, Jack's ghost could be seen wandering aimlessly around the Irish countryside. Whenever locals saw mysterious lights, they would say, that's just Jack of the Lantern. Later, the term became synonymous to the name for Stingy Jack's wandering spirit, Jack o' Lantern. With Evil Jack damned to wander the world until Judgment Day, the Gaelic Irish community did not want his spirit visiting their homes. So they took precautions on October 31st, the day of the Celtic festival of Samhain. On this day, the spirit of the Netherlands could pass through the worlds of the living. Ghosts were attracted to the living, so each home carved a menacing face into turnips and rutabagas and promptly displayed them on their doorstep with a burning ember or candle just like Jack's lantern. This would keep away the spirits, including Jack, they hoped. In the 19th and early 20th centuries, the Irish migrated to America and brought along their beliefs, holidays, and traditions. They quickly realized that there was a type of gourd indigenous to America that was bigger and better for carving jack-o'-lanterns. Of course, this was the pumpkin. The end. I love these stories where somebody thinks they are getting the better off of someone else and lo and behold, they end up getting the shorthand in the end. On that note, have a happy and safe Halloween everyone and bye for now. Let me know your thoughts on the story and our discussion by emailing me on woketalespodcast at gmail.com or through social media at woketalespodcast on Instagram and woketalespod on Twitter. 
And please rate, review and like Woktales podcast. And don't forget to subscribe so you can easily access our weekly stories. If you have any story recommendations or if you want to come dissect and analyze a story with me, give me a shout out on email or social media. Because whatever you do, keep dissecting and keep analyzing.